Welcome to this latest edition of the Real Deal Podcast. I'm your host, Real Gerald Quinn. Episode 850, season 15 of the Real Deal Podcast. As my, as me and Robert Sapp. How you doing, Mister Sapp? Well, I'm doing pretty good. How you doing? Doing well. Doing well. We join you for another look at the NFL Week Four is in the books. Basically, the season is a quarter away through, uh, done. I know 17 games, but basically, this is just the quarter point of the season as we have the calendar has switched uh, to October. Um, a lot of interesting stories uh, in the first month. Uh, we'll get right to it. Um, themes I had, well, revenge, well, kind of. It doesn't make up for the Super Bowl loss a couple about 20 months ago, but Kansas City definitely uh, took care of business against the uh, Tampa Bay uh, Buccaneers. We'll talk more about that game later. What was your What was your theme of the week? Oh, um, my theme of the week was um, they – they were who I thought they were. Gotcha. I feel like last week felt a little crazy. <laughs> this week kind of normalized. A bit. All right. So you, 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 you got some. You there was some clarity uh-huh. in your eyes to the season. Yep. All right. As always, we begin with the Buffalo segment. Um, I'm going to go first because I know Rob Sapp has all the thoughts, as he oh. likes to say. Oh. <laughs> Um, this was a very interesting game. Uh, it was a game that did not surprise me in terms of how it, it ended up. Um, there are levels to this. Buffalo, yep. cl- Buffalo clearly is at a notch or a couple notches above the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, Baltimore in this game was in control of the game for the majority of the game. Really should have been up, up by more at halftime. Uh, at 20 and 10, I thought at halftime, I thought I thought Buffalo was going to win a game because I thought that the Ravens blew the opportunity to really put some distance between the two teams. They, yeah. uh, especially when they allowed Buffalo to score a touchdown basically right before the half. Yeah. Um, Buffalo had all the momentum, and we know what type of second half team Buffalo has been. Second time this year that Buffalo has held an opponent scoreless. You saw that in week one against uh, the Rams. Um, here's, here's Baltimore's. Uh, Second half um, possessions, punt, punt, interception, interception, and of course, uh, yeah, and of course, up until that last drive, Baltimore had thirty-six yards of offense. The last drive before the um, Jackson interception was fourteen plays, ninety-three yards. The idea, the the decision by John Harbaugh to pass up on the field goal. And go for it on the fourth and down, fourth down uh, at the two yard line. Basically, almost almost the three yard. Line. It was a long two yard. It was a long two yards. It wasn't. It was. This wasn't at the goal line, one inch line. This was like a legit three yards. It was at marked officially at the two yard line, but it was even closer to being at the three yard line. It wasn't a bad decision. It was a fucking insane decision. Okay, you're out, and this is where and and I watched the press conference and when and when I hear a coach use 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 the word analytics, it just it, it, I I want to punch a wall. Like that's not the type of language I want to hear my coach using at, at to the to explain a decision. You have the, your offense, and this is where the feel of the game comes in, right? You have to as a coach, you have to feel the game out. You have to understand where what, like what is the momentum looking like. How is my team playing? How is my operate? How is my offense operating? What like this is this is the human element. Fuck, where that numbers cannot 
tell. Numbers cannot dictate. Your offense had, up until that last drive, had 36 yards of total offense. And if I include the last drive, they, that's like 129 yards in the first, in the second half. They had 129 yards in the second, in the second half of offense. 93 of them coming on one drive. That took nine minutes, 14 plays, and nothing came out of it. So to me, at 2020, it's, it's, I mean, it's the easiest call, in my opinion, that you kick the field goal and that you make Buffalo go down the field to either kick a field goal or if they score a touchdown, then so be it. They score a touchdown. But to give the ball, and, and of course, they got the worst-case scenario because not only did they not not only did they not uh, go for the field goal, he gets an interception, and instead of starting at the one-yard line or two-yard line, Buffalo is at the 20-yard line. They create a shorter field, and Josh Allen does what Josh Allen does as a great quarterback, takes his team down, and they get the winning field goal. But it was just an insane decision. And I'm like, like John Harbaugh, again, he's been a very good coach, Super Bowl winner, probably going to end up in the Hall of Fame someday. Someday he has won a lot, a ton of games. But sometimes, again, sometimes, and I used this phrase last year with some of these coaches' decision. sometimes these coaches tr- are trying to outsmart the game. And when you try to outsmart the game, you do something. This is like a Nathaniel Hackett type decision. This is a, this is like a, this is out of Nathaniel Hackett playbook. Too harsh, too harsh. Oh no, no, oh, it, it was bad. Well, maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe, 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 maybe yeah, yeah, it was, it was bad. It was bad. It was bad. This, all right, Nathaniel Hackett ish. How about that? Mm-hmm. Um, but just an insane decision. Insane. Like I, I just when I saw him, for, like it wasn't no second guess. I was like, kick the motherfucking field goal. Like what? What are we doing here? So, I that's from my perspective. From that's from my perspective, the Baltimore perspective of it. Uh, Baltimore is going. They're going to win that division. But they're going to have to fight two for now. I like. There's still some limitations with that offense that they had. They still don't have that deep threat to take the top off a of defense. So you can, you know, you saw Buffalo make some adjustments. You saw Buffalo blitz more in the second half. Not getting the top off our defense. I'll tell you that much. Huh? No, keep going, keep going. Sorry. Okay. But you saw Buffalo make adjustments as far as, as far as blitzing more in the second half. We know Buffalo is not a blitz, a heavy blitz team because they can, you know, run, get to the quarterback without without having to with their, just their front four. But it's not like they – it's not hard to – once you get a read on that Baltimore offense, there's no plan B, C, or D. Now, getting a read on it is difficult as all hell, but when you do get the read on it, then they have no alternative plan. So – that problem still exists for the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, I give up the the mic with uh, in terms of the Buffalo part of this. Yeah, um, like with the with the uh, fourth down decision, all I could think is been there. We we've been there as a as a team. Um, but even before I get there, um, you shortchanged us. Tennessee didn't score in that second half either. We shut out three teams in the second half. Miami's the only I, I, my apologies, sir. I've, you know, I forgot Tennessee was in the league. Um, here's what is very clear to me after four games watching my team. Um, Leslie Frazier is a genius, and we are a defensive team, flat out. We're a defensive, we're a defensive dominated team. Damn the headlines, damn what you're reading. Watch, the, watch what we're doing. Um, so, uh, I have this. This is more my comfort zone as a fan because we won the game, and I have all the complaints, like all the complaints. Um, uh, you know, like like the Achilles' heel, and I can see it coming a million miles away. Is the running game? Um, 
and what I mean by that is um is that uh we yeah so congratulations we won by three points beat Baltimore that's great um but uh but um but the running game is something that is going to rear its ugly head over and over again as we get into the tighter and tighter games and so um and so while of course I'm pleased with the victory um what I am not happy with at all is the execution on offense in particular how we how our lack of production in the running game and our lack of willingness to try the production in the running game um we're falling to some very very old bad habits that um just just will 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 has the potential let me just say this has the potential to bite us so now we go back to that fourth and two here's what happens when you don't have a winning team for a very long time, you forget all the different things that go into it. Baltimore is not thinking about this game specifically. They're thinking about their overarching record in the in the um, the AFC and their ability to get the number one seed. And so when you do that, I'm thinking about last year when we went for the fourth round uh, against Tennessee. Um, we went for the touchdown and Josh Allen, whatever, didn't make it in. Um, you're looking at your dominant quarterback who's all world, who can do all different things. And you're saying we have two yards to go. You bet on that pretty much every single time. Baltimore, he knew very well as much as I do. Baltimore was going to stop us from scoring. No chance in hell. Not even a chance. I don't care what Peters was over there yelling about and everything like that. There was just no way. There's no way. Their defense had nothing for us, um, which is which is why a three point win actually doesn't impress me at all. We should have boat raced them. How dare how dare we have to come back against Baltimore? Um, that number thirtieth ranked defense. Get out of my face. Um, so um, so it so uh, I I I I have very high standards for what a Super Bowl team should look like and this didn't pass my eye test in terms of like a Super Bowl team. So in my stock up stock, my own personal stock up stock down on my team, my stock is down. And so where I was at the beginning of the season where I'm at a hundred percent, now I'm probably at 70% um on 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 my team and their and their Super Bowl chances. Again, a win is fine. It's good and I get it and I'm and I'm happy with the win. But this is not about winning against Baltimore. No, I know you guys. No, you're game. looking at a big picture. This is this is about what like what a Super Bowl win looks like, and honestly, ultimately, it's about what it needs to look like against Kansas City. Not once, but twice. Um, and so, and so, um, with that being said, what does make me happy is that we're a defensive oriented team, and not only that, our back end is getting better. Because these young boys are playing in meaningful games and doing well. Um, and so that only bodes even that only bodes better and better for, for our offensive um our our defensive squad. Um again, Dan, what you hear on the headlines, this is Leslie Frazier's masterpiece that he's putting together with this defensive squad. If we win the Super Bowl, it's gonna be on the back of our defense. That is that you heard it here first, and that is one hundred percent accurate. Of course, you need an all-star 
Um, quarterback, of course, you need all of that. But with the offense not in a consistent groove, there's no way I can give credit to the offense when our defense has been so very, very dominant. Um, and not pop off your eyes dominant, um, uh, or pop off the page dominant, just, just like a nice steady, steady dominance. And so that's why I'm just like, man, if we get a run game to support that defense, then, then we'd be looking, we'd be looking really good. I, I'm very, very, look, don't get it twisted. I'm very happy for this win. We needed the win. Um, I, I just did not enjoy how that game started. And, um, I wasn't uh, super impressed with the with the consistency of our offensive production, but for pretty much every single, I mean, not even pretty much all the games, um, I am more than impressed with the job Leslie Frazier and that defense is doing. Notice I didn't say Josh. Uh, I might say Josh Allen one time. So this would be that'll be my second time because it's Leslie Frazier in that defense that's carrying this team. Uh, I, so I'm gonna push back on the point about like the decision. Baltimore's defense actually played probably its best game of the season against y'all game. Oh, no, we played horrible. So we they, horrible. they, whatever you. I mean, you could not give them credit, but yeah, they held you. No, they held you. Up, no, that's fine. They held. They held Buffalo three twenty six. that team. You can you can say whatever you want. No, I mean you, you should. I, I can understand your thirty defense, bro. They're the thirty defense. No, I understand it. No, I get that. But on that night, on that on that day, no, the defense actually played not, well. So I'm not. No, I'm not defending. I'm not defending Hardball's decision whatsoever. That's that's the bottom line. The second point is the second point, um, from a running standpoint. So you. Because you, you, you know, guys actually ran the ball pretty well. Do you, you want more rushes? Because no. you, you had 125, 25 for 125, which is very good. Josh Allen. Josh Allen. So you got to look at yeah. – Yeah, oh, you talking about – yeah, yeah, okay. Yep, yep. He had about half of that. Yep. So you well, want – He was the leading rusher. Yeah, he had yeah, – oh, yeah, no, he had more than half. No, he had about yeah, 70. 70 yeah, that was 70. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I mean, Singletary had 11 for 49. That's, you know, that's four and a half like that. Are you concerned? Is it? The, are you concerned about? You want more rushes, or you or the offensive line? Like, do you want? Like, what do you want out of the, uh, the running game? Like, what? I want a productive running game, bro. I want a running game. Minus Josh Allen. Yes, absolutely. Minus Josh Allen. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Josh Allen's runs um, should be calculated runs when when it's called, but most of them should be when he needs. When he needs to get the down, a la Patrick Mahomes. Right. No, not we're not trying to have Josh Allen be our leading rusher. No, got you. No, I got no. He doesn't got run. It. He doesn't run like that. He runs and takes his runs right into the middle. Yeah, and eleven eleven carries is a bit high. That's that's that you don't you want that between you know three to five. Yeah, three, you want that between three five, to five. Five five. Five it, was, it was an ugly game. It was it was one of those tough wins. This has nothing to do with fantasy or anything like that. I'm talking about my team and wins. And um and also I, I'm I'm looking at the bigger picture. Right. The season is about building habits. Yeah. Winning habits. Um when the weather gets bad, you have to you be able to run the ball. Consistent yep. running. Yep. No question. And I hear it way too much from Bill's Mafia. Oh, the weather was bad. Excuse, excuse, excuse. Well, if we had a dependable running game, we wouldn't need as many. We by, the way, I heard you, I, but by the way, I heard that 
during commentating about the weather. I like you, you got to be kidding me, right? Like they play in one yeah, of the worst bad weather cities in the country. I don't. I don't want to hear excuses that the wet about the weather affecting. No, they were trying to make a point about the weather affecting Buffalo. I was like, what? Like, what, what are we talking about here? But yeah, anyway. Um, yeah, no. Some of the commentators during during the course of the game were, were talking uh, about because everything's about Josh Allen. So it, and, yeah. Oh, I'm yeah, glad. Yo, last point about that. that. No, last last point about that. The because I'm glad you brought up the Leslie Frazier aspect. It's so yeah. Josh Allen is Josh That's Allen, but Leslie Leslie Frazier has been the MVP of the season this year. Coaching right the masterpiece. Yes, that Remember defense is dominant. That is a dominant okay. defense, and I again I heard the back, way, the back end is in shambles. Right, and yeah, with, with with key injuries, exactly. He lost. Michael Hyde is an All Pro. We're not um, talking about like what our defensive line rotation and how damaged that is. Right, but the linebackers are killing it. Yeah, I mean, you have two. They're you're missing two All Pros in the uh, secondary. I know, I know. I said our, our defensive backfield is in shambles, and our defensive rotation is decimated. But our linebackers, woo. They yeah. are at, they are their own one. The one so if you can't playing Buffalo, if you don't force Buffalo to blitz, like you know what you can't like you don't blitz. If you don't force like you have no this is my way, you have to force Buffalo to blitz. Because if they if they can get you if they if they are if, if they were to if they are to able to get to your quarterback four down lineman, you're dead. You're dead. You're dead. And you have to have somebody, and this is this is why you know why you know I'm sure you like them over Kansas City, and a lot of people like them over Kansas City. You have to have somebody to take the top. Not right now. Not even. No, I got it. It's early. Still early. Oh no! I'm saying. Kansas City's number one in the league. I know. I know. I disagree. I don't. I disagree with. I know they look for no Kansas City's number one in the league. Game of the week. So game of the week, um, Green Bay, uh, Green Bay, New England. Uh, this was a game that I didn't. Cert- I mean, again, I didn't expect to be this close. Green Bay had to fight tooth and nail just to survive this game. Easily could have lost this game. Probably should have lost this game, uh, despite the fact that they outgained New England four forty three to two seventy one. Rodgers was horrible in the first half, and I don't want to hear about the receivers. Like, no, he was missing balls left and right. Um, uh, the Packers survived this performance, uh, survived Green, survived New England because Green Bay was not not New England. I mean, Green, yeah, New England was down to their third string quarterback Zappy, who probably is better than than uh, Hoyer anyway. But anyway, that's where they're that's where they're at right now. In terms, guys, hold on, that's where they're at right now in terms of their quarterback situation. But again, I, this is you know, and this will lead to some things we talk about later on the podcast in terms of MC. Again, this Packers are three and one. They're a weak three and one. They have not been impressive at all this season. Um, like I said, struggled to be a New England team that just is not that good. Like they, they absolutely are not that good. Uh, Packers able to run the ball thirty five for one ninety nine. Uh, that's the strength of their team right now, without question. And also their, and also their defense. Uh, the defensive line with Clark and some of the players, even though, and, but they weren't great. Uh, they uh, New England was able to make some plays even against that against that secondary. Um, so, but for the most part, Green Bay defense has been very good. Uh, what are your thoughts on on this game? Yeah, I mean, like, of course, that no way did I think it, this was actually going to be a game. Um, but uh, as I was watching it, um, 
you know, I mean, like, like the Packers struggles are, are obvious. You know, some things don't make sense, and it didn't make sense that they traded Javon Walker. It just didn't make sense. Um, so, so they they're getting exactly what they deserve in in that in that area. Um, talk about somebody outsmarting themselves. They outsmart themselves there. I mean, Devontae um, Adams. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. What did I say? Um, yeah, so Devontae. <laughs> yeah, I always say Javon Walker. Um, but uh, but um, but anyway, so so. Because Devon, actually, Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams haven't won anything. But anyways, um, so, uh, uh, but as I was watching that game, I also, I was thinking, the the great thing about being a third-string quarterback is that nobody Knows has you. tape on nope. you, thought about you at all during the week in any stretch of formation, so... If you can do anything, that's your only advantage in that situation. Next week's will be a very different story. But um, for this week, um, you know, that like he was at least able to step in and do that and give them a credit fight. But you're right. This this is about what um the Green team Bay. that Green Bay is more than the fight that the Patriots put up. Right. Um, you know, like they, they're just they're just not very Efficient offensively, they're just not. No, some, I mean, and, well, I'm, I'm about to say something missing. So, yeah, Devontae Adams, that's what's missing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're just not. They're just not. No, I said they're not very efficient offensively. No. Yeah, no, not at all. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, like it, it will, it if the prior teams didn't make it to the Super Bowl, and we know that's that's. Honestly, on Green Bay's only goal, um, then, then this, this, this doesn't look anywhere near as good as those teams. So, obviously, what they have to hope for is that nobody steps it up throughout the season in the NFC. That the NFC just continues to be kind of mediocre. Then they can mediocre their way to the to the Super Bowl based off of Aaron Rodgers' greatness. But, um. But this team, compared to prior Green Bay teams that haven't made the Super Bowl, is not is not even that good. So that 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 is my main take. No, I mean it's, it's oh, one Green, Green Bay. Green Bay. When I when I compare I compare everything to how much a team worries me, um, Green Bay doesn't work. No, no, it's one is one aspect. Is the pack? I mean, is the is the is the wide receivers? Their defense and running game is is very good. Like their defense and running game is Super Bowl caliber. It's the wide receivers. Like they can't like that. That's it. Like, yeah, yeah, I, no. I just watched Zappy do a whole bunch of things against against that defense. So, okay, but they just they don't impress me, bro. I'm no. just not. No, overall, no, they're overall, fine. the eye test. They're, 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 they're not passing the eye test. No, their team is fine, but nah. No, Nobody flashes on that defensive side to me, and the running game is yeah, okay. I mean. You know, I eviscerated our running game. Um, that I I wasn't impressed by what I saw. No, no, they did not. They don't. They're, before, they're not efficient offensively. no, they they have been they've been average to mediocre offensively through uh, the first four games of the season. To be perfectly honest with with you, and uh, they're going again. I I said this before the season started. They are going to have to trade for a wide receiver. Point blank. Period. That's that's all there is to it to me. I don't and I, my thoughts have not changed that on that whatsoever. Uh, a couple of games of note. Um, 
Jacksonville, Philadelphia. I watched a lot of this game. Philadelphia comes back from a 14-0, uh, 14-0 early deficit. Turning point of this game, Jacksonville was up 14-0 in a bad weather, of course, because of the, the remnants of Hurricane, of Hurricane Ian. They had the ball 14-0 driving uh, in the second quarter on a fourth and three. Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence fumbled with no contact, by the way. He just lost the ball. Uh, Eagles get the ball, score right away, 14-7, then, let, then the Eagles scored like 29 straight points, and that, that basically, that was the game. Um, rough day for Lawrence, to say at least five turnovers. That's um, your boy. No, he's still, no, still my boy. boy. No, he's still my boy. I know. I know you're going to ride with him. You're going to ride with him. He's still my boy. I actually, I, I, I'm holding out. I'm holding. I'm reserving. No, that's my fine. Head. No, that's fine. I actually was still impressed with Jacksonville. They showed me that they showed me something with this because you turn on the ball five times on the road. You're supposed to get your ass whipped. Like, especially against a good Philadelphia team. We, we've established that Philadelphia is a very, very good team. Um, So that, I actually was impressed with Jacksonville. Just it, it, it being being in that game with five turnovers on the road. Um, Eagles right now are rolling four and zero. They have a top three offense, a top three defense, quarterback that's playing well. They are the class of the division. I know Dallas is three and one, but the Eagles have more talent than Dallas. We know this. And if you're an Eagles fan right now, the way the AMC looks, you got to be. Hey, why not us? Like why? Like like what? Like really? Why not us? So, that's the one to break up that tamp because neither one of those other teams are impressed. No. No, the Eagles would be the Eagles are built from a stand, with the running game, the defense, and that the, the, at the point of attack, the Eagles are built for November, December, January football. They absolutely are. They've done a tremendous job with the offensive line. They're one of the best offensive lines in football, and their defensive line can get to the quarterback. And they and and Darius Slay is playing like a madman right now. He's all over the place as a cornerback. He's playing just insanely. Like you're not smart to go after Darius Slay right now. Uh, at that cornerback position because he's, he's he's just ball hawking everything. So listen, Eagles, the Eagles right now. I mean, I mean, right after the quarter pole, quarter pole, they're, they're, the class, they're the class of the MC. Like let's call it what it is. They're the class of the MC right now. Um, the games will get harder. Uh, we'll see them get some real opponent. We we'll get some uh, other opponents. But the the thing they got going for them is that division is horrible. So. Even with three and one Giants, even with three and one Dallas, they're better, they're clearly and forget about the other team. They're clearly the class of that division. I, again, I think I think the Giants are improved. I've watched a little of the Giants. The Giants are a competent football. They are the Giants look like an NFL football team this year. So they are at Saquon Barkley. We'll talk more about him. But the division is still they don't have comparable talent. Right no, now. they don't. The Giants, no, it's not even close. They don't. Neither, neither one of those teams have comparable talent to the Eagles. The Eagles by far uh, right. like a professional football team. Right. They still no. They don't have comparable talent to Philadelphia. Neither does Dallas, for that matter. Um, so, Jerry Goff himself a coaching tree, a whole entire coaching tree. Who are you talking about? McDermott. Oh yeah, yeah. Yes, coaching tree. Them boys in Buffalo can coach. They <laughs> <laughs> sure can. What were your thoughts on this game? Uh Philly, 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 Philly. They're 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 the ones. They're the ones that can can can. They're they're the ones. They're they're the ones that can potentially um mess up the Green Bay Tampa Bay party and actually inject some life in the NFC and actually get an NFC hope in the Super Bowl. They're the ones. I don't think they can win the Super Bowl. I'm not going. I'm not going. That I say give the NFC hope. Oh. No, NFC's not winning this. Okay, Super Bowl. let's get that. Okay, that, I, that I thought is, you were going that, out. Okay, that, okay. Because Buffalo's winning the Super Bowl, <laughs> but outside of that, um, 
outside of that, it can give the NFC some hope. Because uh, Green Bay and Tampa ain't it right now. No, it. not at all. Uh, Denver, Vegas. Vegas gets a very much needed win, of course, starting off season 0-3. Um, I almost was about to give Denver's defense, not defense, offense some credit in the first half, scoring 16 points, but they became who they are in the second half doing next to nothing. Their second half possessions, uh, four punts, a loss on downs, and one touchdown. So that, that was their second half possessions uh, at in Vegas. Uh, Vegas just this basically was a, a, a mauling at the line of scrimmage. Vegas had 212 yards rushing. Jacobs, who's a very good player, 144 yards, 144 of those yards. Um, you know, Russell Wilson started out hot, started out 11-12, but again, that, you know, we know who they, we know who their coach is. Um, Vegas moves up to 1-3. and three. Uh, Denver falls to 2-2. Two and two. Uh, Any thoughts on this game? I mean, like, I'm not really crushing hacking on this game. Um, no, Vegas uh, had had a here's, game. Here's here here's what now. Yeah, I'm not really crushing hacking on this game, but I, I just think that uh I think um you know these these are two middling teams that kind of meandered through this game. Um division rivals, so there's familiarity with them. Like like this wasn't the cleanest play game in the world, um, even though there were a lot of points up there. Um and so I, I think I think the more desperate of two mediocre teams won. That's how I describe this. That is, uh, yeah, that that kind of, that basically sums it up. Um, San Francisco continues to own the Rams, twenty-four to nine. Um, again, it's just certain teams just have your number. Certain coaches just have your number. Shannon owns McVay. I mean, that's all there's to it. McVay, one of the bright young coaches in the league, Super Bowl winner, but. They just can't do anything with San Francisco. San Francisco has now beaten them seven straight regular season games. The one loss they had, of course, came in the playoffs. The more, more important, you know, the NFC Championship last year, a game that San Francisco easily could have won, by the way. Um, and the bottom line is, you know, to me, they it's, it's almost like they know <laughs> the Rams' playbook. Not only do they know their playbook, they know when they're going to win certain plays. Like, they – they had the Rams like this. It became it's psychological. There's no question it's psychological. And, and by the way, San Francisco came in this game with a bunch of injuries. I mean, Trent, their best player, Trent Williams, is out, and they had a couple other injuries, so they came in banged up. But it didn't matter. Like this game was a ball. In. This game was they held you know the Rams to 257 yards. Um, Devo Samuels. We'll talk more about him. He you know just <laughs> just is a a man amongst boys out there. Uh, they turned, uh, of course, they turned um, Stafford over. Stafford has been horrible this year. I mean, bad, bad, bad. Uh, good thing you got that Super Bowl out of last year if you were a Rams fan because these, like, like man, always been bad this year. And, again, this is, like, certain, you know, certain teams just own others. Like, I just, this is one of those things. Like, certain, they cannot, I mean, you remember this back in those uh, AFC East days when you when you guys owned Miami. Um with Marino, despite Marino, it's just I mean, you guys had better teams, but still, you just they buy they couldn't beat couldn't beat y'all. They couldn't playoffs didn't matter. It just couldn't beat y'all, whatever wherever the case was. Certain teams own others. They own uh San Francisco. San Francisco owns the Rams and that you know, that's that. What were your thoughts on that game? Yeah, no, just exactly what you said. And again, these teams 
the fact that these teams, all these teams, they, they you talk about hate. These teams absolutely hate each other to a core. They, they hate each other. But uh, San Francisco has. I'm supposed to be. Yeah, San Francisco has absolutely just man like owned them uh, over the course of the last five years in the McBay Shanahan. I thought you were gonna do an NFC East comparison, you know, like in the eighties and nineties, yo, when y'all took turns dominating each other. Nah, I mean we they nah. I mean I, I I'm talking about like one like one side when a team just has your number like that. I know what you're talking about. I, that's, I mean, that, that would have been fair. Like, yeah, like, yeah, th- I know what you're talking about. Cause the Giants used to get the best of us. We used to get the best of the Eagles. The Eagles used to get the best of uh, the Giants. And then the Cowboys, you know, came up, you know, and just took over the division eventually in the 90s. But, yeah, I know what you mean. Who won the week? Uh, who for, who won the week for you? Oh, Kansas. Oh, okay. So, we, were on, we were both on the they same page. Yeah. They was clowning. Yeah, so <laughs> oh yeah, oh they had party on Canada. That performance, so can that was a that the Kansas City performance 41-31. First of all, the game wasn't that close. Number one, nah. it was they, they get the Kansas City could Kansas City really could have put fifty. I fell asleep at halftime. Yeah, that's why you didn't have to watch it. And woke it back like, up and then watched watched it on um, replay or whatever. Yeah, but I fell. Sleep by yeah, that's, no, it, that's 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 I don't care what that final score was. It did, yeah, no. Um uh-uh. that was that they was playing. That's that when you a, know you dominate team. Their offense was playing with the they, defense. That was a playing. vintage, vintage Kansas City performance. That was that's vintage Kansas City. Um, all that stuff is working. It's a bad. That <laughs> it's was just that had, like they like no no one in the league has any answers. Can't say he's playing like that. That the offense he's playing. All like that, that is working. It's just a bad. It's like it's very very they 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 like major problem. Like so, I mean third downs at twelve for seventeen, uh four hundred seventeen yards of offense. Again they they could have had five hundred yards of offense easily. They took the foot off the gas. Andy Reid's not that type of dude to run to try to run up stuff like that. He's just not. Bel- like old Belichick, Belichick, they would have had like fifty. Um, they did whatever they wanted. They, they look at this. Look at the rushing discrepancy. They had hundred eighty nine yards rushing. Tampa Bay had three yards rushing. So yeah, it was it was ugly uh, to say the least. You, by the way, let me give you your, let me give you your flowers, your credit for this. From a standpoint, you said you said I don't think this game. You basically said you basically kind of saw this coming because you said that you felt like. They were going to turn Tampa Bay over, and that's exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. Like when no turnover started coming, it was like, no, there's a wrap. And they had Tampa Bay had two quick ones, and that was it. That was a game. Like you, you cannot turn the ball up against Kansas City. You just can't. Like that's just that. You might as well that's picking picking your own grave. You absolutely cannot. You cannot. You, you can't you do it. Cannot. No. And I, you no. know, I looked at I looked at Mahomes. Mahomes wanted this bad. Like he wanted this. You yeah, you saw that. He was in blocking space. Yeah, you can look at yes, you can see that you, you got the know. best of all that because then he's in the locked in, but then he got to play too. So he was just, it was man, that was that was that was Golden State when they get hot and they yeah. just dancing and wiggling and throwing things behind their back and and shooting from half court. Yeah. Everything in, it's you know, just like Steph Curry shimmying, like, yeah, 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 just like like Mahomes running up, flicking the ball. I'm just like, yo, what is even going on? That's a professional. That's a good defense, supposedly. That's a, no, that's a very good defense. That's a very good defense. They're just clowning them right yeah. now. They do whatever they feel like. Yeah, so yeah. coming into the game, Andy Reid actually said that 
their deep, that Tampa Bay's defense was playing better than what they than what they were when they faced them in the Super Bowl. That's how well Tampa Bay's that's how well Tampa Bay's defense was playing. So no, that, that is a that Tampa Bay is a legit top five defense. That's not yeah. that's not you know that's not the Ravens or that you know that. No. That, that no, is a, I remember when Bill Belichick was singing our print, not Bill Belichick. Uh, oh, Parcells yeah, used to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, but in '92, no, but, yeah. but I remember that. Yeah, 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 no, I understand, sure. but that that is a real. We know that Tampa Bay is a real defense. Like that uh, is a real defense. You go out and get your ass whooped. Yep. You that is a real that no, that that Tampa Bay is a real defense. So Kansas City again. That what you saw on Sunday night was Kansas City clicking on all cylinders, and that. Is a, a, a scary sight for the rest of the league. It is, but that's why I say best team in the league because, as you stated, the Eagles' schedule is going to get harder. Um, you know, Kansas City don't they don't there's no nights off for them. No, they took a, they, no, they, no, 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 that's not true. They took a night off last week against Indianapolis. So they no, no, here's what I'm saying. There's no every team. There's no night off. Got Even you. the bad teams play them like it's their Hard, Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like that. They've had that target for forever. And so when you can put a performance against, like you said, a top five defense like this, oh, oh. Because what that says to me is your A game is better than everybody else's A game. Got you. Got you. No, I got, listen, I look. Yeah, my talking about if Kansas can, can, can City lose, they play their C game right. against a good team, that good team plays their B or their A game. Yeah, they'll lose. Oh, it'll be close, but whoo! Kansas City clicking on all cylinders. That thing is vicious. No, uh, yeah. From that standpoint, yeah, they 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 are the top team. From that standpoint, yeah, they, they, their A game is still better. Than I know what the record is. I know, I know, and I, I appreciate their their record. I look, look. Kansas City has a resume. The yes. Eagles are building their resume. This version of them is building their resume. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was impressive. That was. Very, very, very impressive. So actually terrifying to be honest with you. Yeah, me and Sap are team has to play them very quickly. Um that that was that was that was very impressive. So me and Sap are in agreement. Kansas City wins the week. Uh biggest disappointment to me, I think that this pretty is a pretty is a much is easy for me. Um the handling and the Miami Dolphin franchise, in terms of what transpired with uh, Tua Tagovailoa, uh, we of course know that he suffered another concussion um, last Thursday against the Bengals. Had to lead the game. It was very, it actually, was very scary, a scary sight when you see, you know, how his fingers were and things of that nature. This, of course, came. This course, of course, happened before this game. He should never have been on the field. Um, we know that he suffered a concussion. The week prior against Buffalo, do we uh, know that? That's the point. Do we yes. know that? Yeah, we do know that. Like anybody watching that game, yes, he wanted. That yeah, one, I mean, yeah. like, I, I, no, there's no question he had a concussion. That, that real. That's what makes this deeper. Here, no, look, here's because the thing: this, it wasn't a diagnosed concussion. No, so here, you know, here, no, this is this is the NFL. Like, here's the thing: so let let's break this that's down. From this this that's that. Let's break this down from this standpoint, right? So. He leaves the Buffalo. He did. He comes back. He leaves the Buffalo game for like one play before halftime. He takes a hit. Hits. He clearly hits his head. Gets his head. His head slams back in, on the turf against Buffalo. Clearly, it's not even the video. You can watch the video a thousand times. His head clearly slammed on the turf. Right. 
or snap back that's on the turf. Not, that's not debatable, and they're that's not, not what, so that's yes, that's not debatable not at all. So he that. gets up, so he gets up, and he his knees, both his knees, buckle and falls immediately falls right. Okay. Yeah. Comes back, comes back, and comes back. No, but here's what they're saying. They hold on. Said, Look, no, hold on. No, I know it was a di- I know it was. Di- I, I I clearly know what it was diagnosed as. Diagnosed as. I clearly know that. Like that, it was diagnosed as a back and what have you, and they play that off. And then you, uh, then the doctors, the NFL Players Association, the association had those doctors relieved of their duties. All right, so we know what the NFL, how the where the NFL stands with concussions. We understand the NFL doesn't give a shit about the players. We know players are not going to say players are going to say, "Hey, I'm good," especially at the quarterback position. I'm good to go. I can play. They're not like I like these guys are the most competitive people on earth. They are terrified, terrified to lose their jobs. Period. We understand that. My thing is, and this is why I put Miami as big as disappointment. You have a franchise quarterback, right? You've had one good quarterback in the last 40 years. One. And we know who that is. You have a legit franchise quarterback who I think with this team, you could go to the Super Bowl with maybe not this year, but at least before you have to actually pay him. If he does get back. So I don't understand why in God's green earth that you would ever, that you would even remotely risk him after what transpired against Buffalo. You come on a short week. You're coming on a short week. You have on a travel day. So you really only had two days to prepare two days, like Monday, Tuesday, you have to travel Wednesday, Thursday is the game. If you missed it, like that misdiagnosis, if like I, I, I just cannot believe that he was misdiagnosed. I don't believe it for a second. I believe that those doctors, those doctors are playing on the fall guys. Like somebody had to take them. So somebody had to eat this. Like somebody had to take that. So I believe I don't believe for one second that he was that he that he was misdiagnosed. I don't. I just don't believe it. That like that that a doctor could be that fucking incompetent. I don't. I'm just. Not, I'm not buying that at all. So I don't. To me, if you're a franchise. Out of sheer caution, this is my franchise quarterback. He's too important. Out of even out of caution, no, you're not playing against Cincinnati. That's it. Instead, you look at this hit. This hit wasn't even. It wasn't a hit. How he like how he how his body was contorted. It was not even. He didn't hardly hit his head. So that told me that there was remnants from the previous week that he had a concussion. How serious that was. You know so. Again, this is I again I don't understand it from Miami standpoint. Like I I, really, I I don't at all. From a player standpoint, yes. The NFL Player Association, I know how they move. We know the NFL hasn't the NFL hasn't cared about players and concussions since Johnny Unitas, and we know how they treated their players. Mike Webster, go watch concussion, go read the book. It, 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 there's a hundred years of, of research to prove the NFL doesn't give a shit about their players. Period. I, I I got that already. But the Miami Dolphins and with this quarterback, no. It is it, inexcusable. It's borderline. I mean, somebody said that a couple of doctors, neurologists said that it was borderline on the criminal, uh, on the criminal. Uh, what are your thoughts? So there's a bit of revisionist history going on. Um, Tua is not a franchise quarterback yet. Um, I don't think they I'll view say, him. I'll say potential. Potential. Obviously, they don't view him as that. Um, and then the other factors you have Rookie head coach who has something to prove and Tua, who was playing very well, who has something to prove. Um, and so it is it is it's an epic blunder and um one that will 
have serious ramifications when me and my brother uh, talk, and my brother's a Dolphins fan, so I, I know the Dolphins organization very, very well uh, through his fandom. Um, when when we when we talk, I mean, he'll tell you it's just a, it's a poorly run organization. He can't stand the way that the organization is run. So this isn't truly surprising, to be honest with you. Um, but uh, but um, but the the big thing um, is uh, the big thing is um, the way in which they kind of the way in which they they have always viewed. Tua, um, not always, and I, I'm, they they wanted to draft him, they got him, but I was saying the last couple of years, um, how how they how they treated him and how they 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 perceived him, and so um, I I say that to say uh, if this was a better run organization, your 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 points would be spot on the. The Dolphins are a disappointment because they oh um when we were watching that first game, the Buffalo Miami game, when he originally got knocked down, and of course I believe it was a concussion. I wanna make that very clear. I believe it, but that that is not what has been diagnosed. That's not what anybody officially has has said. Um and so um and so when we watched that first game, I was like, oh, they like when he came back out, I was like, yep. They'll get a. I thought they'll get a fine, but now, what happened in this game combined with what I think I saw in that first half of his performance that felt like he was clearly um, having the effects of a of of a concussion even before he got this even before he got this one. Um, this will balloon into something much much bigger. And and to me, that's why the Dolphins are biggest disappointment because you're such a horribly run organization. You a can't look out for your players, and you b can't even look out for the health of your organization. So, just a disappointment all around. So, what do you think? Like, what do you think is the potential for this type of situation? Like, what what do you see? Coming it's up going on the to be so. So, I think the I think the floor is. Um, you know, one of those heavy fines on the organization. I think uh, loss of draft pick, and I think um, I'm trying to think if I get to suspension level on on either the um, GM, owner, head coach, however they, however that they they work that that type of stuff out. I don't know if it necessarily gets there. Um, I do believe what this ultimately does is, I, and I said this to my brother, they're going to put a halo around the quarterback now, like a halo. Like the the grab and sling, that ain't going to be able to happen anymore. And the pushback, they're going to – so I think ultimately big fine for the Dolphins and loss of, of draft picks. That's the floor if 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 – I don't think two. I think two would have to be a participant in any legal, like for real legal ramifications of them. I just don't know if he's willing to go there at this point in time. So outside of that, and outside of the NFLPA, really, um, really uh, uh, pushing that. I don't know if I necessarily see the like like the a specific 
criminal, like that type of, of complaint against them. Um, the other thing I could do is I could see young boy head coach um, being um, being the fall guy on this if it gets if it gets so bad where the NFL PA and Tua are pushing um, against what the Dolphins did and and the seemingly lies that are being told. But again, NFL is backing all this. So um, what again? What I ultimately see is them is them slapping the Dolphins on the wrist with draft picks and with with uh, a heavy fine, and then this will be the spur for rule changes that they'll say on concussion protocols and yada, 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 that stuff. I think ultimately the biggest thing is there's going to be an even bigger halo around the quarterbacks. Yeah, your last point was the key one. Like, you you won't – if you think you couldn't breathe on a quarterback before, that's going to (laughs) – yeah. Yeah, ain't happening. Yeah. No – no. Yeah. Yeah. That, yep. that, yeah. The quarterback is going to be the winner coming out of this one. To be honest, like to be honest with you, from that standpoint, uh, I completely agree, agree with you on that. Um, yeah. Just, I mean, you know, we. It, if Tua was another type of player, this could get real ugly. Like so. if, he, if he were actual, if this were like, if he were like a All Pro. That type of like, a guy called I mean, if he if he was like, let's say, like Lamar Jackson, right? In right. this year, where he doesn't where he doesn't have a contract extension, right? Like Lamar would want to go to war with the organization if he can't. Oh, this would be this would be in court. Oh, yeah, this would be in court without court. Yeah, this right? be- you know, like like that's what I'm saying. If he's a different type of player, or if he's a player that has animosity against the league, like I'm trying to, all I can think of is old school players. Um, in my in my head. But like I can't, I'm trying to think of a new school player who I think would would push the NFL in in a specific way like this. It definitely wouldn't come from the quarterback position. No, um, uh, in the in this day and age. But um, but uh, oh, you know who would do it? Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers no, do it. Oh yeah, without question. Aaron Rodgers do it. So it's like if if he if he was like in the Aaron Rodgers like f y'all mentality, then this could get really ugly. I just don't see Tua being that type of player. But if the NFLPA, if they can find a larger, this is this is the dots I can't connect. I can't connect how they can make this a larger, broader issue other than player safety. But Tua, like I like. I don't think they're. I just don't think they're competent enough to be honest. With yeah, they're just. They're just. I just don't see the angle to be honest with you. Right. I'm trying. I'm sitting here trying to force it. So that's why I think. That's why I think. What will ultimately happen is what I, is, is what I stated. But the big thing that the NFL would do to spin this, because again, they are backing this. They are backing this decision. Um, can't take the onus off of them at all. No. Nope. Um, is uh is is that is that um. Uh, is that that he'll that it'll be like a fine? Lost draft pick might even be. It'd be too. I don't much. see that either. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't. But, see, I don't see that either. But yeah. if they want, if they wanted to add on a little extra oomph for publicity, then you know, draft pick, no harm, no foul. Honestly, to anybody outside of the Dolphins, but whatever. Who cares about the Dolphins? Questions for Sap. Uh, what is your what is you what is uh the overall state of the league in from your eyes through four games? Um decent. Uh we're still we still haven't I mean like again, 
we know the first four games of preseason. So, actually, this is where the real season, in terms of people being more competent in the office, people getting their conditioning under control, what the league now, what a lot of teams now have to kind of like navigate through is working their players who have been injured through the process of their recoveries. Um, but um, what's, what I'm looking for still is for teams to be as whole as possible and really compete against each other. Um, those games have been few and far between. So, um, so I would say the overall state league is exactly – I can't – Philadelphia's a tad bit of a surprise. I didn't expect to be this dominant this early. Um, but outside of that, I'm trying to think, is there anything that is shocking? The Colts being as bad as they are, shot a uh, little bit, but whatever. Um, uh, it, it, is, it is pretty much the teams we thought were going to be really good are good. The teams we thought were going be, were going to be really bad are bad. There's some in the middle that you could you could just be like, well, we'll wait and see all. Um, you know, I, I I am still very much anticipating the the uh, AFC um, West heating up a little bit more as the team get comfortable. But I think that divide is such a significant divide um, that I, I I'm not as excited as I was at the very beginning of the year. But I think the overall state of the league is is fine. It's, it's where it should be after four games, considering that the first four games of the NFL season now is preseason. Um, Kansas City Buffalo are who we know they were going to be tomorrow. So there's no that I, that is what I expect expected. They are clearly the two best teams in the league. They are clearly the two best teams in the league. It's not even close. Disappointed with the AFC West minus Kansas City. Thought that they that that division would be way more competent. Um, nobody. I mean, even like the Chargers have just you know haven't played well whatsoever either. Despite the win this week, they had to struggle at that against uh, the Texans. Um, so disappointed with the AFC West, but excited with the the idea of Kansas City and Buffalo playing twice, which I think they will. Uh, for the you know, for in in essence, to me, the de facto Super Bowl championship. So, you know, to your point, you're absolutely right. The first four games are the preseason. Um, uh, obviously, I could throw in another thing about you know how bad the opposite line play has been, but that's part of it. You know, yeah. you got a lot of yeah. te- teams trying to find their footing, and uh-huh. we've seen we've seen teams who teams who know who they are have flourished like. Eagles know who they are, know what they want to do. Buffalo knows who it is, what knows what they want to do. Kansas City knows who it is, knows what they want to do. So, there you go uh, with, from that standpoint. Oh, is Debo Samuel, Samuel the most complete receiver in the NFL? I mean, I like Debo Samuel. I think he's more of a physical receiver. He's like a 2.0 version of like a um, or of a uh, I'm thinking Heinz Ward. That's the only one that's kind of like come to my mind. Gotcha. Um, but uh, but um, like in terms, because I was thinking like in terms of like a physical receiver, I'm thinking like a Terrell Terrell Owens. 
but he's not the type. He's not a receiver. Like when I think about Debo Samuel, I'm not like he's like like Steph Stephon Diggs is a dog at receiver, right? Like he's going to like take on the best matchup. He's going to he's just going to go head to head with you. Tyreek Hill is honestly my 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 vote for most complete receiver in the league. Um, and so uh, so like when when when. When I think about Debo Samuel, I think about him more in his physicality and his and his ability to be a Swiss Army knife more than I think of his receiving skills. But he is a dynamic. He is he is a top five dynamic weapon. So I say yes, he is because and I'm including like the blocking yards after catch and the most important thing, part you mentioned the physicality. He wears defenses down, and that is a unique aspect to that I mean that's a unique aspect to a receiver that you that we have rarely seen in like just rarely see like we don't see receivers we see running backs do it running backs and we see running backs do it opposite line we don't see receivers physically wear defenses down like no one wants to like we seen tight ends do it as you know seen tight ends as well Gronk Gronk perfect example would do that you know would do that when he was in his heyday uh, from a physicality standpoint, but no, I like no one wants to tackle this dude. <laughs> like yo, no, even like forget about cornerbacks and, and safeties. Linebackers don't want to tackle him. Like I've met, like I have not seen a receiver like this. He's one of the most unique receivers that I think we've ever seen. Now, from a pure ta- from a talent standpoint, of course, I'm taking if I'm starting to see, I'm taking Jefferson or Chase. We know they're more talented pass catchers i understand and route runners from the technical side all right we, we get that um and of course tyreek hill has more talent but when i mean complete i'm talking about blocking what he does for their running game the yards after catch and just the overall physicality that he brings to the game um so i, I think he is to be honest with you now but again that's me saying he's the most complete doesn't mean i would take him with my first pick that's a whole that's a different uh, question and conversation. Stock up, stock down, stock up. Saquon Barkley. Uh, first of all, for staying healthy in the first month of the season, we know he's had uh, difficulty with that. But when he's on the field, he's dynamic. Um, just like he can single handedly take over a game. Uh, he has been, like I said, the big one of the biggest, the big biggest reason why the Giants are off to a fast start. Uh, their defense has actually has played well. Excuse me, has played well too. Uh, so, but good to see him back, healthy for now. Hope he stays healthy because he is a legit. I mean, he, like he's a legit. You know, he could be a legit two thousand yard guy as far as receiving and and uh, running and running. Like he he's a legit. He's a dynamic, all purpose guy. Uh, who'd you have for stock up? Um, no, I, I just wanted to piggyback off the Saquon Barkley and I, I think like the other thing that's been really impressive um again knowing the 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 coach um as our former offensive play caller is to watch him adjust to his personnel and particularly with Saquon Barkley like you said very injury prone um of course you feature your best weapon but there's a way to do it and there's a way not to do it and I bring up uh Carolina and um and uh McCaffrey what's his name and McCaffrey um and how they just continuously run him into the ground and have him out by mid season now it hasn't been a whole season but a quarter season but I I appreciate how they are 
incorporating them into the office and the black how the blocking scheme and the and the way his running style minimizes the amount of hits that he's taking. So I agree with you on the stock up. Yeah, the talent, listen, the talent's undeniable. This guy is a I mean, this you just hope that he stays healthy because he's a he's fun to watch, dynamic talent, um, physical receiver, not receiver, excuse me, physical back. Um, and again, can break you know, can break a 50, 67 yard run at any time. Uh, stock down the NFC, um, just mediocre, um, at best. Like, I'm not gonna say NBA Eastern Conference mediocre back, back like 10 years ago, but not been impressed with the NFC at all as a whole. I know Philadelphia's played well, I know the Giants are improved. Um, but I, I I expected more out of Tampa Bay and Green Bay, uh, to be honest with you. Uh the Rams are the Rams are about where I thought they would be. Like I didn't I didn't have high hopes for them. Uh that whole division is two and two, by the way, the the NFC West. So that's gonna be uh, you know, those teams are gonna beat the hell out of each other. Um, but the NFC as a whole, I'm just not I've just been down on it. I like even the like the even the quality of play, uh like you know, the you know, I'm watching. I didn't watch it live, but even watching the condensed version of it, the, the you know, the New Orleans Minnesota game, it, yeah. Overall, just not, just not down, just not impressed with the whole, the overall product of the NFC. What are your thoughts? Um, you can visibly tell where the young quarterbacks and all the offensive talent went. That's it. You're yes. relying on two aging greats. Yeah. You can tell all the talent is. Yes. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we used to see that in the NBA minus LeBron. We used to see that. It used to be in the Western Conference. Yep. Yep. So, it's just that simple. Yeah. No. Uh, we know why. Yeah, we know why. So that's not, yeah, that's not even the issue in terms of why. Uh, it is the way it is. Uh, week five, look ahead. Um Green Bay, New York, and London uh, should be an interesting game. Uh, Green Bay's not playing that well. The Giants have, you know, feeling good about themselves. You know, you, you know, we know yeah. Daniel Jones. We know Daniel Jones is not home to write about, but Barkley can give Green Bay some issues. The, the Green Bay uh, Giant defense has played well. Uh, I'll be, I'll be interested to, to check that out. Um, and it's in London. Yes, that's in London. Yep, nine thirty. So it'll be one of those, those same as uh, the, you know, it'll be a nine thirty game. I'm talking um, about like how the teams prep the week to travel, all that. Yeah, um, yep. it just it gets it can get wonky. Yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like, the, for yeah. the underdog, it, it favors the underdog. Yeah, it, without without question, it favors the underdog. Without question, it's not it's not even an issue. Without question, it favors the underdog because like yeah, travel and all that. To your point, early start. Yeah, um, Dallas and the Rams. Um, the Rams again. Are about are at where I probably thought they would be after four games, two and two have not played well. Dallas three and one. Cooper Rush. Uh, it's gonna be questions where and how long he stays in the lineup. Uh, Dak said. Uh, I mean, Dak wanted to be back by week five. He's not coming back this week. Um, that's not gonna happen. And so you're gonna start to hear those rumblings on. Hey, when to bring Dak back? How long do they go with the Cooper Rush? Uh, Cooper Rush has played extremely well. Uh, the Dallas defense has played well. Um, what are your thoughts on this game? Yeah, I just want I want to see uh, how long Cooper Rush keep this going. That that honestly is 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 kind of like my fascination point right now with this game. Yeah, 
Yeah, we'll see. He's playing well. Listen, give him credit. He's absolutely playing well. Um, Cincinnati, Philadelphia should be a fascinating game. Uh, Cincinnati also, Cincinnati all of a sudden has some life because uh, Baltimore is not going to run away with that division. Um, Philadelphia is playing great. We know that undefeated record. Um, the, the idea, again, the Philadelphia defensive line versus Cincinnati, Cincinnati offensive line kind of scares you if you're a Cincinnati Bengal fan. But we know Cincinnati has some weapons uh, at their disposal. Should be a, a fun matchup. What are your thoughts? Yeah. Oh, and if we're picking, then I pick uh, Green Bay versus New York, and then I pick Dallas uh, over versus- Rams. And so in this one, I pick Philly over Cincinnati for that exact reason. Um, I just I, I got to see the line hold up against good. Yep. Yeah. Before I'm going to believe in it. So there's no way I'm not thinking Philly's not going to handle Cincy pretty well. The other two games I can see being close and potentially going going the other way, especially New York against Green Bay. That one I'm probably the 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 most middling on in terms of like I can't see who wins. I'm fairly certain Dallas is going to win against the Rams. And I'm fairly certain Vince, I'm very certain it's going to be Cincinnati. I'll be stunned if Cincinnati won this game. I I disagree with you about that. I actually think all three games will be very close. I like I that the Joe Joe Burrow still is Joe Burrow. Like I still think that 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 I still don't dismiss Joe Burrow in that Philadelphia game. Um, I, I think there's gonna be. I think all three games gonna be very close. To be honest with you, I would lean Green Bay. I would go Green Bay, Dallas, and Philadelphia in a close game. And really, really, Cincinnati doesn't really get dominated like that. To be honest, even when they lose. Like they still they kind of they kind of find a way to hang in these games, um, yeah. I, again, I think they call it. I think they call a break. I mean, they've called two breaks. To be honest with you, you get the the tour injury, uh, in that game last Thursday, and then now you get you get Baltimore losing, and now you, if it's just that, you look up and say, hey, we oh, we were zero two, we're two and two, and now you know things with you know we're tied for a division lead. And we're not ahead. We haven't played great, so I think if I'm feeling Cincinnati, I'll be feeling I'll be feeling you know good about myself right now, considering how we started the season, um, per se. So should be I mean it should be a pretty good week. Uh, it should be a pretty good week. Not a great week in both football, but a pretty good week before we head into um, this second part, uh, the second the second part, the second quarter of the, of the schedule. Again, overall things we know the, Pitt- the Pittsburgh game. Pittsburgh, who? Buffalo. <laughs> Come on. Is that one? How's my game not up there? Give me all these NFC East teams all the time. You know, I don't care about the NFC East. I know. I know. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Yo. <laughs> Pittsburgh. Oh, so, yeah. So, so, I'm glad you bring that. So, please, speaking of that game, yeah. the picket the, uh, the uh, era has officially started in Pittsburgh. Uh, good luck. Good luck, picket against Buffalo's defense. I asked. <laughs> Okay, so that was yeah, going to be 41 to 10. <laughs> yeah, I'm see? generous with that 10. Yes. Yeah. I'm very generous with that 10. I'm just going to be like, my coaching staff will struggle sometimes against somebody they don't have a ton of tape on. So I actually wanted to be, if it was Trubisky, they not getting a point. They would have gotten a point. Because he was the, we had him. Yes. Oh, he's been in the yeah, we now. So I'm actually that's the only reason I'm giving 10 something maybe that can't we can't see. If TJ Watt was there, 
Of course, I'm not saying 41 at all. But without TJ Watt, no, no chance, no chance. And how how unimpressive offensively we've been, and um, outside of any quote unquote weather, um, yeah, yeah, we gonna smoke Pittsburgh. Yeah, that 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 could get very very ugly. That can get very ugly. Uh, other than that, I mean, no real. I mean, unless eh, Dolphins, Jets, eh, nah, nah, no, 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 and the, I, I'm not excited. I know the Jets are two and two, and they should be somewhat feeling good. But I'm, I'm just that that just doesn't do. I do think the for, Jets hit that game. I, I actually, yeah, I would not be surprised. Uh, I actually, yeah, no, without, the, yeah, no, I don't. We'll live this AFC East like Jets fans going to be psychotic about three and two. Well. Oh, they should. Uh, they, I mean, they, they're the Jets. They, they should be psychotic about three and two. No, they want they a thousand percent should be. Like they should, they should be psychotic about two and two. How about that? No, no. I mean, they're they're fine. They're the Jets. Right they're the Jets. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you don't do the like, so you can say that. They're the Jets for the next week. No, they're the Jets. Oh, they should be. Yeah. You know, they yeah. they, should, they should be happy uh-huh. to be five hundred. But they're uh, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna get that land. But three, yeah, three and two, they're gonna be doing, yeah, they're ready to throw a parade. Um, so that is going to wrap it up for this latest edition of the Real Deal podcast with Robert Sapp. As always, thanks, thanks to Mister Sapp. All right, sir, you have a great week. Absolutely, you, you as well. Let's wrap it up for this latest edition of the Real Deal podcast. We will see you next time. Um, enjoy your evening. This podcast will be up. Uh, in a few hours, definitely by tomorrow. So stay tuned for it. So long.